Dos after you. Welcome to Dos After You, and here we have a special episode. I'm here with Jade R. Lago. Hi. <laughs> Heyo. How you doing? Who is the <laughs> Who is the voice of uh, Tess? I, I almost said Dick. No, Tess, Tess. And we're here today to interview you a little bit about the character, about the podcast. So how are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. Doing fine with a bit of cold. But always okay. That's that's cool to hear. So I wanted to talk about the casting because uh, you got into just after you thanks to the casting. I was going to say the first one we did, but um, actually the second casting that I did was kind of um, secret. <laughs> so so it wasn't in the open actually. Um, but you got in through our public uh, casting, and I just wanted to say I just wanted to ask how did you get notice of it and how did it feel to read Tess first and what did you think of her? So uh, I noticed the custom because a friend of mine, shout out to Ava, I love you Ava, <laughs> uh, told me there was this custom for a role in a podcast and I thought okay that could be interesting so I tried out and I got the lines and started reading the the lines for Tess, I kind of fell in love with the character. I felt <laughs> she was kind of like me in some senses. And so I, I really felt like a, a need to, to do it. Uh, kind of weird that. But I really did. And and so I I really loved doing this, this, wow, this character. <laughs> like you felt there was something there that was um, close to you, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it really was a good fit. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, well, during our table reading and the recording, we talk a lot about the Cantes relationship. And it is curious how we both had experience like that, like, those kinds of friendship that I think they're not always like we, we talk a lot about romantic relationships that go south you know like maybe like Deck and Tess like someone who's giving more than the other is, is giving yeah but in friendships it isn't always like on the spotlight you know like it's not always a story so what like how did this translate when playing Tess like this kind of friendship that they're into. Oh, that's the thing. I've had kind of a lot of friendships like that ended like that. With mm. with me especially trying to maintain some semblance of our relationship while the other people or the other person didn't really do anything. And so it hit me kind of hard. Especially because I've never been able to express myself in the way that Tess does. Mm. In that I, I've had these relationships, but they've always ended like with a whimper. 
with nothing from me because I just got tired of doing everything and getting nothing back and just abandoning everything and stopping hmm. caring and it was kind of an epiphany of sorts to be able to express those feelings with words like I was really telling someone all those things that I really thought at the time So it was even kind of cathartic for you, no? Like, like yeah, it was, putting it into words what you've been feeling maybe for a long time with several people and finally Tess comes along and you have like an excuse to just sad, sad, <laughs> like what you're feeling. Yeah, hell yeah, it was really like that. And I kind of wished that some of the people that I, that I felt uh, things like that word that they will listen and say oh shit this could be directed <laughs> at me haha <laughs> but those people are long gone i mean long gone in that hmm. they don't pay attention to me obviously so yeah they ain't gonna listen to it but would be cool I think like I was I was thinking we, we first um, recorded this interview in Spanish and I was thinking back then that I think this is way a way too common situation for queer people to have and maybe because we even nowadays or maybe people our age are not really used to having that many close relationships so you're kind of stuck with some with some people and when they treat you in a way that they shouldn't be treating you but you don't have any other options or you really don't know how to deal with it you end up in situations like this where you're just trying to keep a relationship afloat but doesn't it just doesn't ma magically happen you know <laughs> like the other person also has to pull their weight yeah yeah and especially you said it, uh, it happens a lot to queer people i i had a group of friends that were quite dear to me for a long time, mm. a really long time, like I'm talking 15 years maybe. Well, yeah, it was mm. a really long time for a single group of friends, and then I came out as trans, and that kind of disappeared in a few months because they didn't really respect anything about me anymore. <sighs> So that happens. I hate that. that. That's the kind of people that Deck will kill. Like, if that happened to Tess, Deck will kill them. And that's like one of the things that I like about him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you, Deck, for your service. <laughs> You're just like, do you have someone transphobic to deal with? Just call this number and I'll be there to do the cleaning. That's... <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> I wish I could have, have that number at the time. Yes, yes, I think we could forgive him some of his bullshit if he did that. You know, like, like, okay, I will forgive you like the next stupid shit that you did in the next, like, you do in the next six months if you do this for me. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Well, going to a more <laughs> a kind of yeah, kind of yeah, kind of question. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, people seem to adore 
test so much like everyone was just saying like I got a lot of messages and on Discord people were just like oh my god she deserves the world and she's the queen and poor Tess please someone give her a hug and things like that and I just wanted to know like like I know some of the messages you got through me but like how did you feel with all that? Uh, it's kind of overwhelming <laughs> to see people actually notice me in a positive way. It's not something I'm used to. Mm. It's great, obviously. I I felt great. It, it felt incredible to have people actually support me. It's just a bit overwhelming because, yeah, I'm not used to it, so... I, I usually don't know how to react to these things. Mm. So, so I'm sorry, I, I didn't really uh, answer people's uh, messages. Oh. And kinda stepped out of social media, it has nothing to do with this. But I really would have liked to actually thank people for all the support. For real. <laughs> I mean, don't worry, like, social media is, like, a lot sometimes, and we need uh, time apart of it. And, you know, it's that if you're not really used to the attention, it can be maybe a little too much, even if it's just some messages, but they hit, they hit quite hard. You know, like, people noticing yeah. what you're doing and liking what you're doing, it's kind of magical, but also sometimes it's just like, what? You're actually listening to me. What's this? <laughs> yeah, like, people are actually listening to me and they like me. Whoa. <laughs> that, that's, that's something. I almost cried once. Oh, I... Reading just a message. And... I really hope this happens more often now. Like, from now on, it happens more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, I mean... Like, you want to keep doing... You want to keep doing voice acting, no? Yeah. Yeah, I sure do. I would like... I would love, in fact, to participate in more projects, to keep participating in this project, mm. if there's any chance. It's been kind of a dream come true. I always wanted to be an actress, and now... I have. And that's incredible, honestly. So yeah, yeah, I, I want to make more more characters come to life. I mean, I'm just... That would be incredible. <laughs> I'm just like, now, like, everyone loved Faye and loved Natura and loved Tess, so I feel I really have to get them back once and again and, and again and again because people are really liking those characters and I understand because most of the narrative is just tech talking and when there's something new it's also more interesting I think it, it can be way more fun and people really liked all the the acting from from you from Luke and it, it's quite endearing actually it's really cool I wanted to ask you if you could meet like if you met Tess what would you say mm. to her Wow. Um, I would probably try to tell her to not worry that much about that. Like, fucking. 
<laughs> you don't deserve him. Yes. <laughs> you don't deserve that shit, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just live your, live your life, make great friends, and if he ever comes back, maybe give him the time of the day. Maybe. I think nah, for sure. I, I think she will kick his ass like super hard. Fuck yeah. Uh like Deck wouldn't fight back. First because he's Tess and second <laughs> because he knows he deserves it. So so he wouldn't do anything. He would just take the like all the kicks and all the punches like just like yeah, I deserve this. And then I think maybe maybe Tess will start to think, okay, now you have to do like therapy and a lot of stuff before we can even begin to be friends again <laughs> and that's it yeah but if we try to be friends again yeah like for real in earnest then i think they could be very good friends again yeah i mean at so many levels they're just family so but you yeah. can still kick your family because your family can be stupid which is what happens for with sure. <laughs> So <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> well, and I asked you this in Spanish too, but well, um, I got asked a while ago what sign the characters would be, so I wanted to ask what sign do you think Tess would be? And I think that would be Libra. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I say also maybe a Gemini, but... A spooky, a spooky Libra, like October Libra, fits her a lot. For sure, <laughs> she's spooky as hell, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's making costumes every Halloween mm. to be extra spooky. Yes, 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 yes. And probably, like, I, I like to imagine her, like, doing couples' uh, costumes for Halloween with Sonam, you know, with, with, with her oh, partner. Yeah. And they just be like the cutest couple in the neighborhood there in Edinburgh, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> going around with their costumes <laughs> in their late twenties. Don't mind, we're still in costumes, yes, all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would do that. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, I, I still do that, you know. Like my 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 birthday <laughs> is just, well, my birthday is late October, so I always mix it with Halloween. So it's just like doesn't matter. I will be forty. I will still doing this shit. <laughs> That's great, honestly. So yeah, well, so thank you so much for just having this uh, nice moment with me and asking some questions and I hope like you had fun and everyone who's listening had fun. For sure, thank you. So thank you all for everyone who's listening and remember just to, I don't know, really send us until we're out of the hiatus. We're really sorry about that. We'll be soon as, well, we'll be back as soon as we can. Uh, but you know, the magic of podcasting and COVID-19, <laughs> that's a thing. Um, so remember, keep recording yourselves because Seal might be listening. My mum used to sing that to me when I was little. She named me Siren, you see. Mean Star. I'm still not exactly sure what she was thinking when she decided to name me Star, but 
I doubt she ever thought that her daughter would end up flying through the stars one day. I'm sorry, Mum. I've let you down. I've let everyone down. Siren, a new sci-fi fiction podcast. Episode 1, coming in January 2020, with new episodes released every week. Thanks for listening.